0: Coming up on this episode of The Village Idiom Is that there was uh, a, a miniature wind turbine museum <laughs> Of all things,
1: a miniature wind turbine museum So is it the museum has miniature versions of it Or it's a museum to miniature turbines Well,
0: when we went, went and saw it, and to be honest, I'm it's not a big fan <laughs> <laughs> dum, dum, da, da, Village Idiom
1: Hello and welcome to the Village Idiom. We are a podcast that every week we choose a popular saying and we take it admittedly shallow, a hopefully comedic, if we're lucky, interesting, if we're lucky, educational. Did I miss one? Dive into its usage, its, its origins, its, its history, its background, its upbringing, if you will. It's where it came from, its where roots. It's roots. But mostly we're just going to use it to hang our otherwise directionless conversation on. My name is Jurassic Mark. And I'm Skiddy. It's finally here, friends. Episode 213. (laughs) Is that a magic number? No. It's got a 2, 1, and 3 in it. Which adds up to 6. That's important. Mm, 6, which is the...
0: Which is F. It's the sixth letter of the alphabet. Mm -hmm. Which brings us really close
1: to to our our idiom for today our idiom for today is There's the actual this. oh you remember when i played it last week yeah it's still ready to go there we go why do i keep thing. having it so quiet i don't understand oh, i think the, the opening music is still playing well you know i can only do <laughs> three things at once should we try again uh where is it this is uh, nothing but professionalism here. Uh,
0: we may have sailed too close to the wind on this
1: one, Sibs. Sailing too close to the wind. Too close to the wind for the third time. Perfect. For the third time. Well, there's two, last two week. this week and then one last week. We'll get it. Oh,
0: we may have sailed too close <laughs> to the wind four. on this That's one, That's why Sibs.
1: it starts with an F. You can never get... Oh, we did say five, one, three, which is six. Should I play it two more times? <laughs> well, no, this is F for fourth. You can never get... uh too much of the Animaniacs, in my opinion. I don't know that I've seen a single full episode. What? Yeah, you have never seen Potty Emergency.
0: No, it's like when people say they haven't seen Star Wars. I I have not seen. Anime. Oh, yeah.
1: Animaniacs was just gold mine when I'm that just, came out.
0: Yeah, I'm just not in in that loop. When when you sent this to me of like, uh, what I don't need, what is it again? The wind, Something sailing like, too close to the wind. I for sure thought you goofed it up and meant flying too close to the sun. Like that's a different one. Yeah, but that's what I thought you meant. I'm like, oh, he scooped it up.
1: We'll do that one too one day,
0: yeah. just for you. Yeah. So I I had I to do it on back to back. I had to look. I was Like, are you sure? And then as soon as I started typing it in, it filled it in for me. Like, the, yeah, the internet knew. Yeah, 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 yeah. That you weren't wrong. Thanks. I was convinced you were wrong. Thanks. Yeah, appreciate that.
1: <laughs> but the internet. I'm glad that's your go-to.
0: The internet's got your back, though. <laughs> your go-to. Like, you must be for wrong. For sure, he screwed this up. <laughs> Like, thanks. There's no other outcome
1: for this. It can't be but that I've never heard of it. No. He has messed no. this up. He has to be an idiot. I can't wait me. till he, I get to tell him this. So, so today's idiom,
0: flying too close to the sun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to sail too close to the wind. Which it just doesn't make any sense to me. Well, we'll get to it, man. It'll all be cleared up. Uh, why, I, I d- during my, the
0: summer so I you've did clearly a, not
1: used this idiom in your own life.
0: No, but what's was funny was because when we were going across the prairies when I drove across Canada last summer is that there was, uh, a, a miniature wind turbine museum <laughs> of all things, a
1: miniature wind turbine museum. museum. So is it the museum has miniature versions of it or it's a museum to miniature turbines?
0: Well, we, we went, went and saw it and to be honest, I'm, it's not a big fan. <laughs>
1: I walk into him every single week. Every week. You've got right out of the gate, you've got something that I do not see coming. Wow. Your, your, your reactions make it worth
0: it. <laughs> but I will say this. Not this a is, big fan. Not a big fan. Uh, when going to Alberta, um, on a previous trip and there's no, don't, you're not going to get sideswiped. Uh, the wind turbine farms and in this particular area were run by the Hutterites. Wow. The Hutterite wind turbines. I'm like, so when I see you think Hutterite, it's like an Amish person. And so I'm like, what are the Amish doing selling? So they sell the energy. energy back into the grid to make money. And so I had to, I had to look it up and the Hutterites are like Amish. But, yeah. but technology is okay.
1: Oh, is that right? Yeah. So they're driving cars and y- yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not horse and buggies unless it's just a no, preference. No,
0: technology is okay, but this was actually caught me interesting,
1: uh, regarding
0: the Hutterites was, uh, the article I was reading. He said, uh, uh, a Hutterite minister, uh, was asking about his views on the impact technology was having on Hutterites. His response left, uh, no doubt about how big of a challenge this is. He said, we've survived uh, hundreds of years in severe persecution, but I don't think we'll survive this. Wow, related to te- related to technology, as in what? What does that mean? He just so it was like they talk about the the challenges of like uh, media and movies and cell phones and the things that their kids
1: are. Oh, with regard to technology, legacy.
0: Yeah, he's so he's like we've survived hundreds of years of like persecution and terrible things. I don't think we're going to get out of this one. We're going
1: to lose the next generation. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? Well, you know, and that's that says a lot. <laughs> while we're not Hutterites nor living that lifestyle, but it does say a lot of the impact of what that has on our culture. Oh, for sure. And that they don't think they'll survive. They, like, Hutterites are an endangered species. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, so this Hutterite uh community. Anyways, they're selling le- electricity back into the grid because so, I'm like, why are the Amish – involved in selling electricity and like it made no sense and then so yeah the hutterites are are tech-friendly amish so they're only <clears throat> amish ish they're amish yeah <laughs> yeah so huh. anyways That's but so yeah interesting his perspective was that they were gonna make this one yeah this could be the last of us because technology uh, yeah yeah well, wow I so anyways, I thought that well, was, I thought that was
1: uh, brings us right back to sail too close to the wind. Sailing too close to the wind. <laughs> well, it's not that, not that far off actually. No, it's not that far off. Um, yeah, I, so I've definitely, I had definitely heard this idiom. I thought it meant something else. And so, and I'm not even sure I could tell you what I thought it meant. I thought it was like, like, like just living frivolously. Like, ah, he sails too close. Like, I don't know if I was conflating it with, Too close to the sun? Three sheets to the wind or something? Mm, Another wind one, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Why, you know, you can break the silence. You can (laughs) break your fast. Why do we, why is it breaking wind?
0: (laughs) Wind wind has been broken.
1: Like, but it hasn't. Gaseousness? That's why is it breaking? You're adding to. You can break the dawn. You can break a fast. What are you, but you're not breaking the wind. You're providing it. Hmm. When you say break fast, you're not starting a fast. You're ending it. You're breaking it. So breaking wind, you're not ending the wind. You're starting it. Oh wow. That's very different. Right? It's like a when a- you break your water oh, the water comes out. When you break your wind, the wind comes out. Okay, I just talked myself into a corner. <laughs> Sailing too close to the breaking wind. Uh, (laughs) sail too close to the wind. I do have a a quick little game which we've played in the past of just guessing the origins. You want to play along? Sounds good. I've got three, uh, potential answers and one of them is correct. Uh, sail too close to the wind. Does the origin story have its roots in Hermes, aka Mercury? Okay. Uh, well, if it's,
0: if it's breaking wind, then it's clearly about Uranus. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, I'm not talking about the planets. Oh, you know I the mythological guy with the wings on That's his shoes? That's what talking about, too. Yeah, same. Um, wait a minute. Does Atlas have wings on his shoes? No, it's Hermes. It's Mercury. It's the Nike one. It's Red Bull. <laughs> anyway, Hermes, a.k.a. Mercury, and if I've screwed up, which I have not, the guy with the wings on his shoes. Okay, I got it. Uh, is it number two? <laughs> Ready for this one? Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, or is it number three? As obvious as it seems, does it just come from nautical usage? It sounds boring, but I've got to go nautical.
0: Yeah. Nautical—that <laughs> it has to be something related to You're you. nautical. You're nautical. Um, yeah, I, I don't know anything about the background. You I'm- like
1: being nautical? <laughs> it's because let's tie the knot.
0: Well, that just all of these things have, have like tend to have roots in some realistic. So, oh man, Hermes is re- real. So, <laughs> well, the the story of Icarus and this too close to the sun would be in that vein. So I think I'm being tricked. So I'm going to go with nautical, nautical. Cool. <laughs> but illegitimate but, but children, you may have a different opinion. Uh Let's uh let's see who wins this one. All right, let's take a look. Lock your votes in. I said some words. Where'd they go? Where'd they go? No one can know. I turned around and looked behind. Those words came from another mind. Or
1: just. So I did learn a little bit from yeah. this. And I can tell you that it is not mythological. There's no Hermes. There is no Mercury. There is no uh wings on the shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, I can also tell you. That it is not from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, are we two for weeks in a row? I think more. I mean, you you nail the guessing game every week. And the illegitimate children have to only trust that you're not cheating and looking it up. Mm-hmm. But trust me, he doesn't look anything up. <laughs> it's, it's way better. Like, we t- did talk about it <laughs> in the beginning. It
0: takes effort like that? 213
1: episodes ago, we did talk about who's doing research. I
0: had to look up what it meant. Like, yeah, 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 but I don't know what, about its origin. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I, I'm like, I don't. It's sailing too close to the sun.
1: So I know you don't like that's not, uh, that's our me. idiom origin stories that come from uh, non figurative beginnings. Like, you know, I can't. Oh, what was the one that you had such a big deal with? You're like, but then it's not an idiom, but it is now. But its origins come from originally... The whole point of it being an idiom is that it doesn't say what it says. It doesn't right. mean so what it Right. So that's how it's used now. But right. its roots are in an actual sailing uh, phrase. So to sail too close to the wind uh, means to steer the boat as near as possible to the direction that the wind is coming from. So it almost is like steering into the wind with a sailboat is is actually impossible. Yes. So if the wind were coming at you from 12 o'clock... You might be going at around 10 o'clock or 2 o'clock. Yes. So, which feels like you're going into the wind. But there's enough of an angle that the wind is still pushing you using your rudders and whatnot. Mm-hmm. The wind is still pu- you. Know, which is interesting. Like wind is coming to, this you're, way. You're referring to tacking. I don't know. wind is coming this way and you can steer this way. It's kind of... like this, this amazing. The wind is coming from 12 and you can go towards it, sort of, at 2. Yeah. It's fascinating. I'm not, I've, I've never gone sailing, but... So the reason it's uh, flying too close to the wind in nautical terms is that going in that direction, you're right on the edge of it failing and it catching you the wrong way and either stopping you because you don't have the wind on your side anymore or actually blowing you over. Mm-hmm. So flying too close to the wind means you're doing something that's incredibly risky that could be devastating to your purpose. So my uh, father-in-law <clears throat> enjoys uh,
0: sailing and has just a, a little sailboat. I don't know. It can't be much more than like maybe 12, 14 feet kind of thing. It's just a little, like something that could uh, slip onto a, a like trailer. Like in Tommy Boy. Yeah, that that one. That, yeah. that kind. And the so kind he, that he every kid out. draws. He was out in the Okanagan. And, uh, out, out on the lake there, doing, doing his thing, and it was a nice, beautiful, windy day, so he's excited to get out there. And, and the, the sail tipped over. And so it's just like, oh, you know, there's procedure to kind of get yourself back up, right? But there's a kind of a center, uh, a center... Mast? Yeah, it's, no, the one that goes into the water. It's like a, oh. a center ruddery kind of thing. Okay. I'm not up on my sailing. But anyways, there's this, this, this center piece that goes down that, as you're tipped over, it, it helps keep, um, you know,
1: Write yourself again, I'll,
0: I'll, not even that. Like so, while you're sailing through, it's it's the one buried in the water, you know. However, it all works in sailing language that so helps keep you keep, helps keep you up. Anyways, when when it went over, everything all dislodged and it went to the bottom of the lake. The, this, this long, it's gotta be about four feet, kind okay. of. It's not a rudder, but it's, it's a like an upside
1: down dorsal fin. Yeah,
0: that, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that went down. And so his adventures on getting it back. So he's, he's like, uh, hyper frugal and you or I will go, Oh, like Amazon. I guess I'm please getting a new one. When, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, $300 and it'll be here in a day. Is it something you could just reaffix to your boat? if like when you get your boat in and set up, it, it's like you put it on and slide it down. Oh, like, I guess
1: you would need it to be removable for, for transport. For, for transport, yeah. yeah. Anyways, so he, all of his ideas on how he's going to get to the bottom, which include, uh, like,
0: tying rocks Fishing to himself. to himself? Tying rocks to himself to take himself down to the bottom of the lake and using a garden hose to feed himself air.
1: <laughs> These are ideas or attempts.
0: <laughs> no, he did it.
1: That's flying too close to the wind. Yeah, as, and of course as a, wait, turns no, out, he did that so with he the did, garden
0: hose. He did it with the garden hose. Uh, and was successful. No. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't successful. Wow. I can't even remember in the end how he got a back or if he had to get another one, but, but it was the idea of putting rocks to yourself to get to quickly, I'm, quickly I'm, descend and then the garden hose. Cause once you blow out the air, it's not like, after a certain length of hose, you're not blowing the air into it. Well, oblivion. that's what I was just going to say. It's like, dirty air still in the hose. Wouldn't
1: you know before you ever went in the water that that's not going to work? Like, did he not try it first? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it just describes him. He made his own wetsuit. Sorry, who is he, this? My
0: father-in-law. Oh, okay. it's hilarious for that kind of stuff. Yeah, love. Histories. That's, that's a little too close
1: to the wind. Yes. Breathing your own CO2. Yeah. So we didn't while start you, by well, saying, while you have rocks we didn't start by saying how Stractic this idiom road. is used, but you, you use it when someone is taking a risk by doing something that might get them in trouble. So sometimes that's a legal thing. Like, oh, that's right. I don't think it's illegal. That's right on the line. You are flying too close to the, yeah, but I'm downloading music by doing this. Right. So it's not actually down like that whole world. You're yeah. flying too close to the wind.
0: Exactly. There's a, um, you know, of all like the hormones and things that work through your body, there's like four kind of primary ones that make a person happy between, I think it's like a
1: serotonin, serotonin,
0: oxytocin, dopamine, and testosterone. (laughs)
1: That makes me happy,
0: um, man. Let's see if we can uh, uh, dig it up real quick. Uh, the fourth one.
1: <laughs> hey, Google. What are the four oh, endorphins, hormones?
0: And, uh, oh, never mind. Never mind. Don't en- answer me. Endorphins, dopamine, oxytocin, and serotonin. Um, yeah, and so th- in. Never mind donuts in New York. That's that's the yeah, one. Thanks, Google. Um, and so as a th- in thrill seeking behavior. thank you thank you goggle
1: okay goggle stop you said goggle
0: yeah i was referred to, i was referred to her as goggle when i don't want her to listen yeah but you were
1: yelling for her to stop oh i and see. You still said Goggle. Oh,
0: oh there you go so she shouldn't have understood but she did so she's listening all the time anyways i, I left my government <laughs> anyways more taxes please so the thrill-seeking type behaviors, like... One st- more jab. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, is releases adrenaline and endorphins. And so thrill-seeking behavior becomes that an, an endorphin rush. Right. Yeah. Between, uh, yeah, those things that make you feel like, well, when
1: it's a little too close to the wind sailing a little too close to the wind that that rush of that is that the name of that thing under the boat is then endorphin
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah I, I think i think with this with regards to sailing it's not even about risk so this is its origins it's not about risk for the sake of uh, adventure it's like you have a direction to go but you're like <sighs> well but in its idiomatic use it's exactly that it's like it's for the rush it's for the adventure it's for the like my, the loophole the 20 the 20 year old version
0: driving a car through down the freeway when you're like bobbing and weaving through traffic and you you think you're mario andretti or dale jr <laughs> or whatever you think you are and just that rush of the endorphins the there's adrenaline. also a lack of fear back then yeah and just general stupidity yeah all all of these things, but the, that that you sail know, like this is like dangerous, this is illegal this is I shouldn't be doing this, but i am yeah I'm a bad boy right 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 yeah. right,
1: yeah, sailing too close to the wind.
0: Yeah, I, 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 that thrill seeking type behavior. There's a little, little rush, little rush that comes from that.
1: Yeah. So the expression close to the wind, just close to the wind, not too close to the wind, has been known in sailing circles for literally centuries. And it's first recorded in Captain John Smith's Manual for Sailors, uh, called A Sea Grammar in 1627. And this piece in the language of the English, um, Stuart Court explains the ins and outs of sailing close to the wind. But every time I read this Old English, it's not that it's hard to pronounce. It's that like the word sail has an E at the end. The word keep and own has E's at the end. The word again has E at the end. So it's like you're looking at it going, I want to read this, this phrase. So here's what it says. If you would sail against the wind or keep your own, that is, not to fall to leeward or go back again by hauling off close your bowlings. With me so far? Mm -mm. You set your sail so sharp as you can to lie close by a wind, thwarting it a league or two, or more or less, as you see cause. First on the one board and then the other. This we call boarding or beating it up on the tack. There you go. In the wind's eye. Or bolting to and again. But the longer your boards are, the more you work to gather into the wind. So, gives us nothing. But it's 1627. They're talking about sailing too close to the wind. There you go. Uh, it became a figurative use, uh not until the 19th century. So, in the grand scheme of idioms, this is uh it's a young pup. The
0: nonsensicalness of it is that in order to sail, period, you have to sail close to the wind. To sail, but you have to have with the wind. You have to have some wind, yeah, at all to be able to get yourself going.
1: Yeah, otherwise it's not sailing too anymore. <laughs> close to it, yeah.
0: How can you not sail too close to it unless you're in it? Which yeah, would mean can no you be mainland. any closer? <laughs> I'm in it. I'm in it right You're now. You're too
1: close. This doesn't work unless I'm in it. We can go indoors. Don't mind me. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, uh, the extent of my knowledge with sail too close to the wind. I, I hope you I enjoyed like it. it. I like it. Um, I will uh, close this segment out
0: before we head into the red links with, oh, okay, uh, Okay, what do you get? Uh, two windmills were standing in a wind farm. <laughs> Uh, one asks, what's your favorite kind of music? The other says, I'm a big metal fan. (laughs) (laughs) And there we go. (laughs) That's great. Yeah, I saw that one on the the inter, interwebs. The interwebs. Riddle Link,
1: let's do it! Alright, Riddle Link is a game we like to play. It takes a two-part trivia-based question, requires a two-part overlapping answer. So for example, last week, episode 212, go back and check it out. You're going to love it. It was Rags to Riches. The origin story. Uh, the history of Rags to Riches will blow your mind. Mind blowing. Specifically, and I jotted this down, check out minute 843. Okay. That's amazing. Uh, so, uh, Rags to Riches, we left you with this Riddle Ink puzzle. It went like this. Men performing as women can go from poverty to wealth. I'm gonna go with Drags to Riches. That is exactly right. We've got Drag. And rags to riches. The correct answer is drags to riches. And that is how you play Riddling. Like RuPaul. Drags RuPaul. to riches. Yeah. What's, what's RuPaul's origin story? So I've got two. Street juggler. Is he? I have no idea. Her?
0: Him? I don't know. Anyways. RuPaul. 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 Stop bears. <laughs> RuPaul. I've, got, I've got a couple of riddles. You've got a couple? Yeah, I'll give you a couple. Okay, let me go first here. This obese Star Wars worm...
1: This sounds great already. ...is
0: technologically Amish. Oh. Oh. This obese Star Wars worm is technologically Amish.
1: That's got to be Jabba the (laughs) Hutterites.
0: Now, would you be putting down your, Hutterite uh, friend by going, like, calling him Jabba the Hutterite? Ah, right? you
1: Jabba the Hutterite.
0: Yeah. Just put down that chicken leg Jabba the Hutterite. <laughs> anyway.
1: Uh, okay, let me give you one. Uh, how about this? Everything must go, but it's nautically risky. <laughs> okay, tell me again. Everything must go, but it's nautically risky. I was So I don't know if it's like bargain sale
0: or fire sale too close to the wind. Yeah,
1: you're on the right path. I was going for clearance.
0: Clearance thing. sale too close to the wood. Yeah, ah, that makes more sense.
1: Everything must go. Everything must go. Anyway, that's good. Fire sale. Okay, I got a second one here. What is a fire sale? I mean, is it actually like smoke damaged or
0: <laughs> I don't what's know. a fire
1: sale? I don't know. We're, we we got to get rid of all this stuff before we
0: do an insurance claim. <laughs> Okay, here we go. This farty phrase <laughs> generates electricity with a large fan. This farty phrase generates electricity with a large fan. Is it a break the windmill? That'll work.
1: I was going with breaking wind turbine. Oh, wind turbine. Okay. Yeah,
0: but that, that'll kind of work.
1: Yeah. For grounding grain. Well, I just, I just brought up breaking wind earlier and it just served your purpose. It did. That's great. Uh, okay, I got one more, but why don't you tell everybody how they can play You along. can reach out to us on Instagram at the dot village dot
0: idiom or email us the village idiom podcast at gmail.com or whether it's the Facebooks, the YouTubes
1: or the Twitters at three minutes gone. Awesome. Here it is. You ready for it? Let's do it. To take an edgy risk on July 4th. Wow. Right. To take an edgy risk on July 4th. And that is three minutes gone. Ooh. You got that one. Come on.
0: I don't got that one. You have until next week. Okay. I'll think about it a little bit more. Well, it's fun putting today's episode together. Uh, We enjoyed ourselves. Get back to your treadmill or to your workplace or whatever you're doing. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. I'm skinny.
1: Maybe, maybe you should just turn your phone off and go to sleep. Good night, everyone. (laughs) I'm Jurassic
0: Park. I'm still skinny. That is the end of this podcast.
1: Last three minutes gone